This episode of Taking It to the House was brought to you by EBH Fitness Studios. It's a way of life. I'm Dr. C. Victor Herbin III, and I'm taking it to the house. And I'm Dr. Timothy Hooper, and I'm taking it to the house. Vic, we had a live NFL weekend, but to your point, you said earlier in the green room, we owe it to our fans to talk about our picks before the season. So we addressed the AFC division winners uh, last week. Let's talk about the NFC before we talk about this weekend's outstanding show of uh, week one of the NFL. So, sir, uh, what's on your mind? I'll let you take the lead. NFC East, this is before seeing the product on the field. Of course, we spoke about this. We just get to air it last week. Um, NFC East right now, it's between the NFC East and NFC North. I, I, I look at them probably the weakest divisions in the NFC. On paper, the Dallas Cowboys are the most talented team in the NFC East. Heck, they're probably one of the most talented teams in the NFC period. But if we know the Cowboys over the last 30 years, they're going to Cowboy. We just don't know when. We just don't know where. And we just don't know how. So those who are pro-Cowboy look for the opportunity to, to, to watch the team go to the Super Bowl. Those who are anti-Cowboy look for how Jerry Jones is going to wreck the car. With that being said, Knowing that Washington football team is the defending uh, uh, NFC East uh, champs, I'm going with the Dallas Cowboys to win the division. Uh, it'll be interesting. I look at them to win the division. Uh, it's a toss-up of what the Eagles will do. It's really a toss-up. Jalen Hurts is going to be the quarterback this next season. Uh, he looked great uh, toward the end of last season. I can easily see them go second place and then uh, – the Washington uh, football team, third place, and the Giants, I think they're still rebuilding. It's, uh, it's unfortunate for a player like Saquon Barkley, who's going to return in a couple weeks, uh, for him to still play on a team that's probably not going to make it to the playoffs for some years. I just hate that they'd have to take some of his, his, uh, his, his longevity, his youth away during some of this critical time. What do you think about the NFC East? And I agree with your order. I, I picked the Dallas Cowboys as well. And to our fan base, we picked these guys last week. We didn't take into account what happened this pre this last Sunday. So I do uh, pick the Cowboys as well. And then I hear today, I hear today, health is going to be the biggest issue. And then COVID, who's going to be impacted by COVID as we go through our, our, our picks? And, and maybe it's just the last man standing of who's less impacted by COVID and injuries. Wouldn't it be nice to think that it would be the best person, the best team that executed the X's and O's and the superior team? Wouldn't that be nice that that who is the champion that's going to be overall? But injuries are a part of the game. COVID now, was it two years ago? Now is a part of the game. I bring up injuries because even though we pick the Cowboys for the NFC East, here today, Demarcus uh, Lawrence today in practice, broke his foot. So he's out six to eight weeks. That is significant. The Cowboys defense was already ragtag. You talk about last year when they lost Dak, uh, they couldn't keep up with anybody because they were just like a sieve. Everybody was just scoring on them and they couldn't score. Their, their um, a quarterback was out. So uh, Dallas, Washington, Philly, and whoever else, <laughs> who else is in there? I can't even think who, who else is in there. But I, I, to your point, I agree with your order of succession for that particular uh, division. NFC South, 
I got to give it back to, to uh, Tampa Bay. They said they returned all 22 starters from last year. Can't go against the GOAT. Um, he, 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 it's his division to lose. Him followed by New Orleans uh, with Jameis Winston behind the helm, Carolina Panthers, and then the Atlanta Falcons. I just don't, I just don't know where the Falcons stand. I just don't know where the Falcons stand. But what I do know about Carolina Panthers, why I picked them number three, they got a ter- they got a great running game. Uh, that dude McCaffrey is something special. They have uh, a quarterback, a young quarterback in Sam Darnold, who has a chance to, for a resurgence and showing that the Jets uh, was just a bad franchise. So see what he can do. So I really believe, and then they have a second year coach there in Carolina. So I really think that they can do something at least to be in the third place for them. And, and again, I think Atlanta's on that, that teeter totter of a rebuild. Uh, they just let Julio Jones go. Obviously they have some other good uh, receivers and then Matty Ice is, you know, he's starting to descent. So I don't see much happening in that area for the NFC. South. Yeah. Uh, again, I agree with you. I was curious how uh, Jameis Winston was going to do for the New Orleans Saints. And then this week, wow, five touchdowns. Unbelievable. Can he lead them to the playoffs? So it's hard to replace a Hall of Famer in Drew Brees. So I didn't pick them because they lost Drew Brees and uh, Jameis was an unknown. Like you, I had Tampa Bay uh, theirs to lose. I think they brought everybody back. Everybody back does this in this day and age of free agency. And so bringing everybody back is key. Another year together under Aryan system who likes to throw it deep, throw it long, throw it often. You know what I mean? And so they have an outstanding receiving core. They're running back. They got issues at running back, but they don't have to necessarily be great at that position because of the receiving core that they have and their defense is still uh, A+. plus. So Tampa Bay, New Orleans, I think Atlanta just can't get it right. They're in their own way. I still like Matty Ice. I still feel like he's a top-tier quarterback, but he's immobile, and maybe the game is passing him by. But he's still very efficient. Then you got everything else. There's no defense with Atlanta. So Sam Darnold's down there in Carolina. I like what I see with Sam Darnold. I still think a USC product. You know about him. Uh, I still think he's still developing, and he's had he still has that on-tap potential. But when you mention uh, McCaffrey, Last year was COVID. He was injured, pretty much sat out. I call last year a wash. They will be heard from. Uh, and so where do they place? I placed them probably third, Atlanta fourth uh, in, in my picks. But Tampa Bay to lose, to your point. NFC North, until someone, Ooh. again, the defending champ of that division, is the reigning NFL MVP. Aaron Rodgers. I have yeah. to default to Green yeah. Bay Packers. What else is in that division? <laughs> Almost reminds me of the NFC East. What else is in that division? All right, Minnesota Vikings. Yeah, right. I can see the number two. Chicago Bears is a battle between Chicago Bears and Detroit Lions. Is who's gonna who wants to finish last? So, mm, mm, I probably you know mm, I, rookie head coach for Detroit, but Detroit's been the perennial losers. Then you got Matt Nagy who couldn't do much with the you know, last four or five years with Chicago, but you know, they're gonna have their own quarterback controversy. So it's going to be very interesting. I I'd give the nod to the Bears only because we've always seen what the Lions have done. 
but even then, I'm kind of still in the air. If the <laughs> I could actually see the Lions with Jared Goff do something, so that's very hard to, to pick between those two. But I'll give the nod to the Bears for third place because you got a seasoned coach, uh, and then I, I'm going to weigh on the side of the defense with Khalil Mack, and then fourth place Detroit Lions. Yeah, uh, it's <laughs> again agree Green Bay, and then everybody else. You know, I don't think anybody else is going to make the playoffs in that division. Green Bay, I do have to bring this first week of NFL uh, games up because Green Bay peed all over itself. If they had a Foley, it leaked, okay? They just messed the bed and mama is mad, okay? I don't know what happened to them this game one. Uh, they talk about no energy. We're going, we learned a lesson. Uh, Aaron Rodgers... All off-season. You're talking about divorce. You can find other things to do. All off-season. You would think that you would not be a distraction. All off-season that you come into this game and light it up, Mr. MVP, Mr. Green Bay, Mr. Wisconsin himself, Jeopardy host. All off-season. You're doing the doggone thing everywhere, wherever. And now when it comes to your main job, your claim to fame, the, 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 the job that got you this fame where you are today, you are no-show. M-I-A. Being the leader, and Vic, you can talk about leadership. Being the leader, people are going to follow and go as far as you go sometimes. They will use you as an example. So if you are distracted, if you are not making this job your priority, where is that Where is that other energy from? No, I, you know, if I have to blame anybody on that first game performance, it will squarely land on the shoulders of Aaron Rodgers. Okay? And that's too bad. Yeah, you're the CEO. You're the lead dog. You're the Pied Piper. Nobody's going to follow after you. Unfortunately, you led them to that loss last week. And if you happen to do this again and again and again, there's only, meaning, only so many bullets in the gun. You will find yourself outside looking into the playoffs. And Fortunately, you got a weak division. You may be able to get away with that, but then the playoffs will come and you'll be exposed, sir. So, yeah, you got 16 more games left. You need to get it together. Now, the best division for this next year is the NFC West. I don't see a bad mm. team at all in that division. Unfortunately, mm. only one of those teams is not going to make to the playoffs. I, I to your point between the NFC North and the NFC South, hell, even the NFC East, they'll probably get two two teams in there. They're not gonna have that many teams. NFC North is gonna sit one team, which is gonna be division leader, and NFC South will surprise in division leader, depending upon how Jameis does. Because three of those playoff positions come right out of the West. Mm. 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 Uncle Jeff, this is for you. Los Angeles Rams <laughs> takes first place. <laughs> okay. Okay. San Francisco okay. 49ers. Second Ooh, place. We got family members that might be upset with you. We got some family that's going to be upset with you. Third place got to go to Seattle because of Pete Carroll. And Russell Wilson has that longevity together. But their defense is in question. It's not the same uh, Lena Boom it used to be years past. Fourth place, it's even hard to say the fourth place 
Arizona. But ah, that's again, it's a hard division to choose from. But that's what I'll stick with. I, I, I'll this, this, Steve, this, this, put it in ink, codify this, <laughs> archive this. I'm, I'm going down with that Titanic ship. Los Angeles Rams, San Francisco 49ers, Seattle Seahawks, Arizona Cardinals. And the Arizona Cardinals will not be able to make it to the playoff. Uh, yeah. Uh, I just, one question before I give you my uh, NFC West. You said the best division in football, even over the NFC, excuse me, AFC East or the AFC North, the best division in football? Please clarify your point. Best division in the NFC. Okay. Okay. My bad. I misheard. Okay. But thank yeah, you for, okay. but if I said that, thank you for catching me. Best division in the NFC. Okay. But I would say the two best uh, divisions in the league are, is right now NFC West and the AFC North. Those are the two yes. best divisions, most yes. competitive divisions. Yes. And the nod goes yes. to, I would almost say, that, hey, I mean, hey, yeah, y'all going to say I'm, I'm flip-flopping worse than the politician in D.C. I would say the reason why I can say the NFC West is because all four of those teams had the potential to make a playoffs. Three out of the four teams, AFC North does not. I don't see the Bengals making it to the playoffs. There's no other division that I could say everybody can make it to the playoffs. NFC West. AFC East? No. No. AFC South, definitely not. AFC West, Broncos still trying to work and find out who they are. So AFC North, Steelers, Ravens, Browns, Bengals are last men out. We already talked about how weak the NFC East is. We talked about the NFC South, and we talked about the NFC North. So NFC West, yeah, I, I, all four of those teams, I can legitimately see them making it to the playoffs. Thank you for giving me your points. I can't argue, and I won't argue with your picks in the division because I also had the Rams. Uh, Matt Stafford. I don't know how many years he spent up there in purgatory, that being in Detroit. They never got him anybody. Yeah, he had Megatron, and, and then they wouldn't put anybody around the two. You know, a, a stellar running back, a, a good edge rusher, a solid defense. Maybe it was coaching. I don't know because they kept flopping coaches up there. But he can be, will be the difference. I don't know if you saw his first game, how he just displayed his, his touch. Yeah, so he, the, the quarterbacks changed positions. Jared Goff went to Detroit. Matt come, Stafford, he comes to L.A. I actually think Goff is going to improve the chances for the Detroit uh, Lions. I think he's very, still good, but he's not Matt Stafford. Matt Stafford is that quarterback. You give him the talent that he has. Look at those receivers down in, in, in L.A. Look at the defense they have in L.A. Look at the innovative coaching and plays that are being ran down in L.A. They needed somebody like Matt Stafford who's not a, afraid to just sling it, okay? And he will do just that. He will sling it. And he's not turnover prone. So if he just utilizes his skills to the maximum ability, the Rams should be the representative coming out of the NFC West. Hands down. So I still like the 49ers, but they got injuries as well. Just had an injury. Mostert, their running back, stuck, just got injured last year. You know how they got hit last year by the injury bug. Uh, uh, devastated, plus, plus COVID. So 
Seattle uh, and, and the 49ers could be second or third, you know, and it's like s splitting hairs. Uh, they're both so equal. I like their coaching. I like their just their personnel, their, their veteran leadership. And 49ers are going to have, a, have trouble if they don't decide on what they're going to do with the quarterback situation because it's only one quarterback. There's only one position. And to me, you can't interchange. There's no slash. That doesn't work. The guys need a leader, one that they're going to follow, and that's going to be their guy. Unfortunately, Garoppolo, he tends to get hurt every year. So don't play. Get Trey Lance up there and get started. Let's go. He has enough personnel up there, and he has a talent to go ahead and take the lead. Go. But have and choose one quarterback and then live with the results. So I'm not the coach. I don't call the plays. Matter of fact, my livelihood is not depending on whether they win or lose. I'm just a talking head right now. And I don't know if the 49ers have enough to unseat, excuse me, to take over the NFC uh, West um, from the Rams, in my opinion. So viewers do record this as is, okay? we Those are our picks prior to last weekend's game. Now let's get to these games. Um, what did you think was the best time this weekend? Was the you know the best, the worst? Uh, what what you think about it overall? I was excited uh, that we're back, Vic. You know what struck me the most was hearing crowd noise, hearing fans. Last year we had no fans, we had no crowd noise, and it made a difference to the to the to the my my viewership. Because you can hear the piped-in noise and fan and crowds and sometimes untimely, ooh, ah, yeah, claps. No, this was real stuff. And I think the crowd noise made a difference in the NFC, um, excuse me, the AFC game between the Chiefs and the Browns. Browns was kicked, they were kicking that tail for three quarters, four quarters plus, almost, well, three and a half quarters. And then Mahomes showed up. He was just that tricky like that. So that game... Uh, I know I have Cleveland Browns winning the division. That's where you and I disagree. And they look like for three and a half quarters, the that team that I picked. And then Mahomes showed up. Andy Reid showed up. The team showed up. And so the Mahomes and Kansas City Chiefs, uh, that was one of the biggest surprises because of the crowd noise. The crowd brought them back. Uh, that was one of the biggest surprises. And one, one of my biggest takeaways from this uh, this first game was having crowd noise. Yeah, there are other teams that won on the road. You talk about Pittsburgh going to Buffalo, winning on the road, and other teams won on the road. But crowd noise. And the other thing before I give it to you, sir, is Jameis Winston. I mentioned it earlier. Uh, I didn't see that coming. I, and so having said that, is this what we can expect on a weekly basis is one of the questions that I have. I did pick him up as a second uh, uh, one of my bench players for quarterback in fantasy, and I didn't play him, but wow, I, I got him in reserve just in case. So I'm I'm glad to see him, uh, and more importantly, hearing his humility in the post game interview, how he deflected what he did, and was talking about the city of New Orleans, and everybody knows Hurricane Ida went through New Orleans uh, and Louisiana and the Gulf Coast, Mississippi, uh, went all the way up to New York. And people are still displaced even today. Uh, so I love to hear his post-game interview and his humility. And maybe he's growing up. And that's all I want to see. Black man, 
given everything, God-given talent, using your ability to the to the utmost, but giving him, God, the glory, but using your talents to the fullest. What are your takeaways? What did your what did you take away from this uh this first weekend, sir? Just to build on that last point regarding um Jameis Winston, I think you see the value of studying behind the Hall of Fame quarterback. Jameis had there's no doubt Jameis had the talent. He's the top pick come out of the draft. But to stay and study behind Drew Brees, how amazing was that? And then you get to see the display of what that's that one year internship. One year internship that he had with a a, a a proven professional. So I thought that was awesome just to watch him do that. And I really liked your point. Uh crowd noise. Who would have thought? Who would have thought how how significant the 12th man is? Yeah. When we lost crowd noise last year, did we really appreciate the quality of a game? You can definitely tell the difference of a game when you have crowd noise. One thing I, I could say I took away. The way I normally watch a football game, I normally concentrate on the, watching the quarterback and I'm, I'm following the ball. Uh, I do watch defense a little bit, but I normally just watch the quarterback and how the ball is moving down the field. I will tell you, I very rarely watch what's happening in the trenches. This time, I watched the trenches and I learned who was Chandler Jones going up against and embarrassing that dude. That was crazy. Then I learned about Max Crosby beating my boy uh, Villanueva. So to see that part, I started studying and watching linemen and, and defensive ends go at it. Those dudes are the real deal. But was this, again, nasty is when these dudes, you know it's going to be a bad day. When he comes through there, even if he's not hitting the quarterback, but that pressure, and you seeing this guy get beat left, right, first down, second down, third down, you just know he can't wait till the series is over say, man, it's going to be a long day. So to see – Watch that part of football that I really never really concentrated until you start watching what is happening. How do you guys keep getting in the backfield? Those dudes were quick. Those DNs were quick. Yes. But what's very embarrassing to see those tackles, those tackles not handle their job. That is That was so embarrassing to watch. But also exciting as a fan where I never very, I very rarely watch what happens on the line until I had to concentrate on what's going on here. So I thought that was something. The other point. I know it's 17 games, and I know there was three preseason games. Did most of the teams know that was not a preseason game? That was not the fourth preseason game. That was week one of the NFL season, of the regular season. So some teams like Green Bay Packers came out as if they felt that, oh, I'm only going to play the starters for one or two series. Dude, the game started. The season has started. How does Aaron Rodgers come out there and look like he was straight shook? I mean, did they even get over the other side of the 50? Three points? And you had all this this, this moxie in the offseason? You should have came out there saying, I'd be damned if Jordan Love is going to get my spot right now. I'm going out on the blade of glory, and I'm going out on my terms, and I'm taking us to the, to the, to the show. He keep playing like that. They will sit his behind down to do a midseason trade. So that was mm. wow. So that was something that, again, that Aaron Rodgers, the Packers, and many other teams that we picked to do something, Phil, this was the fourth preseason game. and forgot that was the first regular season game. Overall, I thought, great, great weekend. Yes, I'm still wearing my Baltimore Ravens hat. Again, I talked about how Villanueva got exposed. But, man, that crowd noise, again, to your point, 
watching the 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 the, the nature of that back and forth that Monday night football game between those two teams, but the crowd, how insane it got there in Vegas. I mean, I thought I was yeah. there. I mean, that that's so yeah. that's so invigorating and, and and charging. So I could only imagine the players, the players who had to play against each other with empty stands last year. How that had to feel when they're in a huddle saying, "Hey guys, we got to will this team to win. We have a chance to win this." And knowing that you got your twelfth man, you really see the twelfth man. Man, that was that was great TV. That was great to see. It was sad that my team lost, but considering the way we went into that game, yeah, we can we can debate. They lost that game. Uh, they lost it. They they lost that game, and and the Raiders did what they had to do. But again, crowd noise, watching offensive linemen get the brakes beat off of them. That was some pretty exciting stuff to watch this last weekend. Yeah. Speaking of your Ravens on that Monday night game, I was very pleased with the running backs that they did have. And he and they spoke on, they did an interview with him and talked about, this is my time to step up, my time to step up. And he did step up. He had a nice little run and he was quick as all get up. So you have to plug and play, plug and play. Here's where I'm disappointed in Lamar Jackson or the coaching staff or the play caller, whoever the OC is over there for the Ravens. Yes, I have him on fantasy. I'm a fan. And, and and I'm a critic. Lamar Jackson is a playmaker. He's not just a sit back in the court, in, in, in the pocket and sling it. He's not that guy. He's a playmaker. So either somebody's in his head or the way they're playing, calling the plays doesn't allow him to play make. I can see him right now, the way he played on Monday, I can see Trent Dilfer doing what he's doing. No exceptional plays. He's he could slide in the pocket because he's quick like that. I'm talking about Lamar is quick like that. But I don't want him to be a, a game manager. I want him to be he's the best player on the offense. Run. Design runs. Play. He's faster than probably the, the fastest guys that are out there. I know Hollywood Brown is out there and he's pretty quick like that. But Lamar is, is elusive. So I was disappointed in either the coach. The OC or Lamar, somebody's in his head and say, you get back into the pocket and you just find your man, survey the land and hit your check down if you need to. No, Lamar, get busy, play the game, make a play. Those two fumbles that you had, no, 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 you don't do that. You are that dude and you cost him the game. But now I need to get in your head. I need to find out what's going on. Yes, it's one game out of 17. No, but we got to treat every game like it's the Super Bowl or build up to the Super Bowl. I need Lamar to be the playmaker, be that guy. I'm sorry. Oh, you on fire. <laughs> I'm trying to figure out who's the Ravens fan. Because, <laughs> I mean, I, I know he stays on your fantasy team, but dang, dog, he, he, he left no man standing, scorched earth. God, no. Was that red nuclear button? I, I, I'll say I like what they're trying to evolve. I just don't want him to play too tentative, and he seemed like he played very apprehensive at times. There are some times where he could have legitimately ran, and he opted to stay. So yes. uh, to your point, I want him to play free. I want him to play free. I love that he's got a great arm. It's underestimated. However, I don't want him to default so back to an arm where he gets that, look, they open up the lane for you to run. But I want him to show that he can be a passer 
so then that they start they stop stacking the line and it opens up more lanes. So he has to prove himself as a passer. But when they do that and they are protecting against the pass, then run. There were so many lanes out there. But I will not blame it all on him. Yes, he had the two fumbles. Again, Villanueva was giving up the tail. That you would think you were downtown uh, Chicago, Illinois on 34th Street King. He was giving it up. I mean, I don't know how much he had to pay, but Max Crosby was eating him for lunch straight up. So I'm going to blame that. There's some missed blocks. But of all things, man, I'm going to tell you, defense failed. How do you have a 14 to nothing lead and let the Raiders of all people come back? And then within less than a minute, you let the, this, this is what we're a bedrock on defense. We already know offense is, is hurt. They're mangled. We have a chance to limp out of this stadium on a way game with the win. So we have a 14-0 lead and let them come back. We now in the fourth quarter scored, uh, we kicked the field goal, had the lead. And you let them come down and get in position to kick the field goal, to tie it, to send it into OT. And then that same defense in OT allows them to march down and make Derek Carr look like Peyton Manning, throwing it all over the place? Come on, man. And we got lucky when the Raiders did what Raiders do. You're on a goal line, and you have a false start. So you go from, from first down and one to now fourth and 15, and you throw the interception, what have you. So now you get the ball back, and yes, Lamar fumbles, but because Villanueva gave up the tail again. So defense. Defense, defense. Ray Lewis once said, all we need is a quarterback to get us 14 points. We'll take care of the rest. We have 14 and nothing lead on Monday Night Football against the Raider team who is trying to be competitive in the West. I'm not going to let the offense totally off the hook, but you still put up – our offense put up 27 points, man. 27 points. And that means the defense gave up the, the, the field goal in the last couple minutes, plus the touchdown in OT, that's 10 points, plus a lot of other things they did. Made, uh, I can't, I'm not going to put it all on Lamar because he did what he had to do with what he had. Okay. And he was trying to make things happen. Defense failed us. No reason why that should have happened like that. Okay. All right. All right. I'll, I'll, you give him a pass and you're the resident. Ravens uh, fan, I'm going to give him a pass, too. The defense did let him down, too. You're right about that. So, um, okay, I'll, I'll, I'll go with you on that one. Um, we're towards oh, the I end of the show. But like you said, I, I, I ain't going to excuse him. Yeah, I ain't going to excuse him. He, needed, okay. he, he has got to work that ball security. Lamar got to work ball security because still you won't be an elite quarterback. If, Mahomes, if, if Patrick Mahomes got that ball like that, if Tom Brady gets that ball, Aaron Rodgers, the real Aaron Rodgers, please stand up. Look, they're not making that mistake. They're not making that mistake. So if 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 Lamar wants to be the dude, you were an MVP. Be the dude. Come on, man. There was three fumbles. Come on. Two of which were turned over to the other team. So if you're gonna be that dude, yeah. be the dude. But so I'm not gonna let him get off the hook. But defense lost that game. It doesn't get easier for him this week, man. They got KC this week. And that would be like my game of the week. Uh, call it. What say you? Man, we can't afford to lose that game. But 
looking at what happened against the Raiders, I'm going to be a realist. Y'all know I'm fanboy Vic all day. But man, I, I'm gonna be up, but I'm gonna be an NFL fan right now. Kansas City Chiefs gonna take care of business. Last week, Kansas City got that wake-up call. No one's scared of them anymore. Cleveland Browns is coming to play. And Cleveland Browns brought everything they could except for learning how to close out a game. That comes down to their youth. The Ravens and the Kansas City Chiefs, Chiefs have had their number for the last three years. It's always going to be this Mahomes versus Jackson thing, just like Tom Brady versus Peyton Manning. And right now, I got to give it to KC. They are the defending AFC champs. Yes, it's going to be in Baltimore, but again, we still go back down to the running back. How's Villanueva? Okay. How's the defense? There's a lot of lot of weaknesses that were exposed this last Monday. And so it's going to be unfortunate if they lose to be 0-2. It goes back to your pick last, last week. Man. If we go 0-2, then the Browns better lose, so they'd be 0-2. I refuse to say we're going to be third place in the Dallas division. <laughs> I'm watching that. Uh, but I think the Chiefs are still vulnerable. I don't know if it's a two-year – uh, drinking the wine, smelling the Kool-Aid, the Super Bowl drunkenness. They're still as much talent as they have, especially on the offensive end. They're playing cat and mouse. And to me, in this professional game of football, it's, it's, you're playing with fire. Um, I expect them to win, but they need to play, to me, start to finish and not just play when, they, when that light switch goes off or when they feel like it. So... They'll, they'll, they'll beat the Ravens, and it's on the roads for K- K- Kansas City. It'll be at in Baltimore. So uh, I think the, the Chiefs will win that game. Uh, let, let's, let's you and I next week. Now we got our division picks. I want you to tell me who's coming out of the AFC next week, sir. I will do the same. Who's coming out of the NFC? I, we will both do that. Who's representing each conference? In the Super Bowl, who's your Super Bowl picks? I'm not saying who's going to win. And if you if you're that bold, if you're feeling like that, you know Uganda. If you're feeling like that, you go ahead and make your Super Bowl pick. But uh, let's next week just follow up with our picks, solidify them of those division winners who's going to represent each conference going to the Super Bowl. I think our fans deserve us, and then we want to put this indelible ink down so we will be able to say how good or bad we are and compare ourselves to the talking heads that are in the national, in the national media. I find that kind of fun. I want to say thank you to our loyal fans for watching us again for another episode of taking it to the house. We enjoyed ourselves. We having a good time chopping it up. I want you to imagine when you're sitting with us that we're sitting around the barbecue pit, we're playing dominoes. We're at the barber shop. We're just at a group, family outing, and we're just talking sports. That's what we're doing today with you. Thank you for listening to us, and we'll see you next week on Taking It to the House. Fans, as always, it's been great time. went by extremely fast. Hey, week one has come and has gone. Week two is coming. These next 17 weeks are going to go by extremely fast. We're going to have so much fun. Look, hit us up on Twitter. Hit us up on Facebook. Hey, you know we got our podcast. We're on Sirius. We're on Spotify. We're out there. So just holler at us. We had a great time again. Uh, See you next week. Take care. Be safe.